Sweat the tears from my eyes, making sure that they dry my mind, collect the sky. Just for my Spanish fly, I gotta hit the road and kiss those lips goodbye. An obsession with the power, getting texts every hour. Honey needs my home, taking care of a flower. Make a move right, keep it warm every night. But you see my first love, be the one with the mic. I get her screaming my name, singing my name in the shower. She calls me up after hours, cause you know she can't wait. She loves my rap superpowers. I'm gonna buy her some flowers. She loves my rap superpowers, cause you know she can't wait. She loves my rap superpowers. Searching for this feeling to lie 
Suppress the truth and cover our eyes Mind over mind I looked at the system and made that divide Now I am the God Guided by others from the path of the sheep Running with wolves Now let this wolf speak Thank God it's all trapped And that is a fact They know what we're doing with a touchscreen of map They poison our food that we feed to a seeds Destroying the world all over greed They take what we need and then they sell it all back Cause they cause all these droughts and the prices get jacked But then they say go ahead and buy the new hat It's control at its worst but we let them do that Can someone please tell me why I waited so long I've been searching for this feeling too long All that I know is I'm looking for true love I can't song I need you to take me away Take me away from it all Can someone please tell me why I waited so long I've been searching for this feeling too long All that I know is I'm looking for true love I can't song They poison the water, put poison and lights They poison your child, they poison your wife They poison your parents, they poison your friends This shit is real, no need to pretend Infect us with bugs that never get tested We are the trial, easy selection They put out a scan and we there the next day Genetics is gone and they want to play This may be the matrix but one at a time We open up eyes and dropping these guys Who condition our kids to be part of this system So I'm sending this out, I hope that you listen Knowledge is power no matter the place You're the mass genocide that they claim in this state All over the globe, this be the case With a push of a button, they have you erased Someone please tell me why I waited so long I've been searching for this feeling too long All that I know is I'm looking for true love I can't song I need you to take me away, take me away from it all Like Constitution. This is the best you got. Something that you know Bubba's gonna like. 
Missouri White Guy Radio. Join me, Sean Raz, Tuesday nights, 6 to 8 p.m., RazRadioLive.com, RadioFreeBlood.com. Let me just check all your papers. A routine terror sweep here. I'm Officer Jack Moose.
women don't like me, but under a police state, I, I can do whatever I want. for a TF-52 flashback. Sooner or later, you're going to come to the realization that no matter what we do, nothing, it won't get better. You could live in your fairyland and think that, oh yeah, things are going to get better when we do this or when we vote this person in or when we, when we do that or blah, blah, blah. It's, it doesn't get better. And again, I'm not going by what I think will happen. I'm going by what I've seen what happened you know, in the past. All right, let, let's uh, let, let's uh, stick with our election coverage here tonight. Well, hey, but, I mean, let's, oh, yeah. before ahead. we get off that subject, I mean, do you have anything you would propose that could be done that would be effective? 
that's going to end up with, with the FBI visiting working. his house. Exactly. <laughs> I don't really talk about the thing that I think that would change this country. And but I have I have said it uh, in a in a hidden way. And what I've always what I will always say is you defund them, and uh, you figure out how to do that, and uh, then then we'll have the answer because all they're after is our money, and if you take the money away, they have no power. So, so like a fight club scenario. Wait, hold on, like a fight club scenario, and and Shifty said you said doom and gloom. What were you saying there? Oh, I said so, I was saying so. Amongst all this doom and gloom, we have some some really great news coming out of Massachusetts tonight. Do we? We what do. Medical marijuana has officially been passed in the great. Uh, I believe Massachusetts is a commonwealth. Is it not? Uh, yeah, I think it's like Pennsylvania. If I'm not mistaken. No, right. no, Massachusetts has medical marijuana passed, though, which is great. Excellent. All right, what is that? The 17th state in the nation Eight, that's done it? Uh, 18th, I believe. I mean, you might be right. You might I, be I right. I think it's 17 already. The 18th, it would be the 18th state, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Florida's just holding out, man. Yeah. Yeah. Have, what the hell? Have, which makes yeah. no sense because we have the most sickest people down here. That would be. That would that would be the 18th state. Make sure you don't forget about the District of Columbia. Wow. Yes, yeah, so of course. Of course, the people trying very hard to keep it from most of us have it legal oh, yeah, in their that. state. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure, right? Well, the people in power, it doesn't matter whether it's legal or not. They'll just do it and get away with it. And like we, we do. Time time. <laughs> yeah, kind of like the rest of us do. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Allegedly, right? It's Tuesday. Live Tuesday nights, the first 52, Raz Radio Live from 6 to 8. Is this Raz? Yes. Sorry. This is the best you got? Someone the NSA once listed as the most dangerous hacker in America. Sure don't look like much. Angry white guy radio. Yeah, but he does take a different stance. You know, His point of view is different. The first part of the like constitution. I love the content. Hey, it's the first fifty-two Raz with you. Join me, Sean Raz, Tuesday nights, six to eight p.m. RazRadioLive.com, RadioFreeBlood.com. He'll be back. Generals masqueraded your doctor Pills become bullets then they poison your water A pharmaceutical army built to slaughter Two men in masks come for your wife and your daughter Whoa, now what? Here they come for the guns And God and demons disguised as priests and nuns Time to run with no place to go Except Honduras with a man called Forto Jones Stolen bones and the disguised with robot drones Check the infrared radar for UFOs Silver and gold Behold, the weather's controlled by genetically modified hybrid clones Building bunkers with subjects under mind control Injected and observed in the combat zone Now come on It's the chemtrails, guys, it's the government lies It's the poison in the water, then the
God, these criminals deserve to call the miracles. Scientific warfare, untested medicine, leaving cats in wheelchairs. I have no doubt that they're springing in the sky. But you gotta pick your poison while you're sorting through these lies. Puffing off formaldehyde when you light a smoke flow. Riding your water steroids in your yoke. It's an ongoing joke. Government control. They're laughing at an ass, but we're left out in the cold. A billion dollar industry perception that is sold. Take a hunk of metal and turn it into gold. We walk and sing aloud. Some sheep, so it's time to take that lead. Spit knowledge on the streets. Transparency is key, cause we know talk is cheap. Careful where you walk, so you end up in the heat. It's the chemtrail skies, it's the government lies. It's the poison in the water, then the media lies. It's the chemtrail skies, it's the government lies. It's the poison in the water, then the media Like a little internet or podcasting show or something? Chocolate drop. Hold on. Hold on, buddy. What is the chocolate drop a show about? Chocolate drop? Drop it on us. I kind of know. I will not listen if you don't tell me what it's about. It's about uh, uh, hip-hop. Rat turd Politics. Man skewing. Music. Hold on. Hold on, buddy. It's every other guy that's got a podcast around here, okay? And where can people find the chocolate show? It's man skewing, yes? Rat turd RazRadioLive.com. There you go. Okay. And when does it air? Saturdays, 1 o'clock Eastern Time. Okay. And where can people find the chocolate show? RazRadioLive.com. There you go. I wish you the best, the, to- the chocolate drop. And so basically, it's about every other person that's not in real radio that's trying to get in radio and do a show. Rat turd Knock yourself out, kid. Rat turd The RazRadioLive.com. There you go. Keep 
part of it. You'll never be a part of it. But you'll never be a part of it. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember. All I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Welcome to Costco, I love you. Welcome to Costco, I love you. Welcome to Costco, I love you. Welcome to Costco. I love you. Welcome to Costco. I love you. Welcome to Costco. I love you. All righty, righty. It is Tuesday, November 15th, 2016. We are still here. The world did not explode. Donald Trump is still our president-elect. I, I think most of Americans, or, or at least most of the left, have completely lost our stinking minds. But that's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll dive through that and maybe uh, try to figure out exactly what they're thinking. Welcome to Costco. I love you. Welcome to Costco. I love you. Uh, yes, yes, yes. We made it through the election. We have a, a new president-elect, and a lot of people aren't happy about it. A lot of people are happy about it. Uh, there's many sides to take. As you guys know, last week, I, I admitted I, I voted for him. I did it as an experiment. To see where it would take us, to see what happened, and uh, you know, am I happy I did it? I'm not really sure. Would it have made a difference? No, but I feel better that I did it because now I know at least there might be some truth, truthful uh, actions going on somewhere in our government that maybe you know, even though we want to believe the elections are rigged, maybe if the if the weight is so heavy to one side, they can't be rigged, they can't be controlled, they can't be changed. Maybe that's what this showed. Maybe it gives us hope that in the future we can get somebody in there that might actually do, you know, the things that he says. Now, listen, I'm not going to jump on the Donald Trump is a horrible, uh, evil man. I know. I can't believe I am completely flabbergasted by some of the people I'm seeing and, and, and how strongly they're coming out. Now, listen, I'm not against protesting. Please, protest. Protest all you want. But protest on things that matter. Don't protest on things that other people have been screaming about for years and years and years. The Electoral College, college for, for starters. 
You know, people have been screaming for years that that needs to go away. And, and when it's worked in your advantage in the past, it was all good and fine. But now that it's not working in your advantage, it's not okay. It's not a good thing. You can't select and choose what you want to protest about. You can't be happy with one thing one day and then unhappy with it the next day. Now, is Trump going to succeed in anything he's admitted or, or said he was going to do through the campaign? We've already seen him start to backpedal on some things. And, of course, we expect that. He had to win the election. He went in saying what he had to say to win the election. Now, there's there's a few stories floating around about him that makes me feel good. There's allegedly an anti-vaccine stance, uh, a reopening of 9-11. I don't know if either one of those stories have been disproven, but it gives hope. It gives hope that maybe he's going to be different. And if he isn't different, I mean, everybody keep in mind, if he isn't different, if, if this is proven to be just another BS fake election which I'm assuming it's it is, but I'm willing to give it hope and chance and and and, and chance that it might be different that that things might actually change. Now, is it possible that things might actually change? I don't know. Uh, you know, everybody had hope for change with the last president we've had for eight years. I've got many different articles, all based on these things. Um, we're going to insult the left a little bit. I'm going to question the right a little bit. You know, I really had high hopes that, that maybe Trump was um, that one, that person, that, that the one that might actually bring change, that might actually want to make things different. I really wanted to believe that that's what he's going to do. And, and again, like I said, there's, there's items that he discusses and, and puts out there that, Hell, he might be. But then you look at the people that, that he's going to surround himself with. now, And I know I shouldn't be surprised, but I am a little surprised on some of them. Now, some of them I'm not, I'm not too surprised on, but some of them I am a little surprised on. Mm-hmm. Drain the swamp. Look at that sign. Drain the swamp in Washington, D.C. Look at that. Many familiar faces from Trump's campaign are pegged for administration roles. I'm reading it because I hate when they do this. You better believe it. Boy, that is... So, uh, Steve Munich, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're not even going to do this, damn it. I I really thought that had more to it. I, I, I breezed through it. Anyway... Uh, if you voted for Trump because he's anti-establishment, guess what? You got conned. Now, this is where I'm I'm a little questionable on things. And, and again, maybe I'm wrong, but I am a 9-11 truther. I do believe that there are questions on 9-11. So as soon as I saw Giuliani thrown up in there, that made me want to throw up a little bit, honestly. I think I just threw up in the back of my throat a little bit. Because I believe he was in the center of that. And then you got the RNC chair. Uh, former chair, whatever he is, he's up in there getting ready to, to be part of this. Uh, other names I've seen float around of who he may fill the cabinets and the White House with concerns me. 
The greatest trick Donald Trump pulled was convincing voters he'd be anti-establishment. Well, maybe not the greatest trick, but in campaign full of cons, it has to rank close to the top. This was near the heart of Trump's appeal to the disaffected and disempowered. Send me to Washington and that, that establishment you've been hearing so much about. Well, blow it up. Send it packing. Punch it right in the face. And when it's over, the government will finally be working for you again. And the people who voted for Trump brought, bought it. After all, he's no politician, right? He's an outsider, a glass breaker, a guy who can cut out the bull and get things done right. But the idea that he would do this was based on a profound misunderstanding of what the establishment actually is and who Donald Trump is. Here's a report on Trump's transition from Eric Lipton of the New York Times. President-elect Donald J. Trump, who campaigned against the corrupt power of special interests, is filling his transition team with some of that very sort of people who he has complained have too much clout in Washington, corporate consultants and lobbyists. Mr. Trump was swept to power in large part by white white working class voters who responded to his vow to restore the voice of forgotten people, ones drowned out by big business and Wall Street. But in his transition to power, some of the most prominent voices will be those of advisors who come from the same industries for which they are being asked to help set the regulatory groundwork, which, again, is normal. For D.C., right? That's that's the normal process. An organizational chart of Trump's transition team showed it to be crawling with corporate lobbyists representing such clients as Altria, Visa, Coca-Cola, General Electric, Electric, Verizon, HSBC, Pfizer, Dow Chemical, and Duke Energy. And K Street is positively salivating over all the new opportunities they'll have to deliver goodies to their clients in the Trump era. Who could possibly have predicted such a thing? Who could who could have possibly predicted such a thing? The answer is anyone who is paying attention. Look at the people Trump is considering for his cabinet. And you won't find any outside-the-box thinkers burning to work for the little guy. It's a collection of Republican politicians and corporate plutocrats, not much different from who you'd find in any Republican administration. And it's and it isn't just personal. What are the priorities Trump and the Republican Congress will be pursuing right out of the gate? There's the repealing of the Affordable Care Act, which, okay, I'm all for that. Although we've heard him backpedal on that a little bit. Of course, that was me, the backpedal, but the of course was part of the story. Take that establishment. 20 million people can say when they lose their health coverage. Okay, well, again, I don't have health coverage because it's still too expensive for me to be willing to pay for it because we don't really use doctors or pharmaceuticals. So that didn't really help me. Let's come up with something that makes it where I'm willing to invest into it because I'm not willing to invest into it right now. But give me something that allows me to cover just catastrophic incidences like broken bones you know i was i was thinking about this in the shower the other day i know it sounds weird to say i was thinking about this in the shower the other day but i was and you know people go well you know catastrophic what happens if you have a heart attack well obviously if you're paying for just catastrophic you're somebody like me who's pretty healthy i take care of myself pretty well i eat, i eat well i take vitamins and and 
different supplements that I, I think are helping me. I'd like to believe are helping me. So for me to pay for a catastrophic care to, in case I fall and break my arm or, you know, dislocate something or, or even have a heart attack. Now, my theory in the catastrophic care would be, uh, it would be a low payment because, you know, obviously you're not going to get treatment for disease. You're going for catastrophic events. So let's say you have a heart attack. Well, once you have that heart attack, you obviously would have to be willing to admit that your payment's going to have to go up. You're going to need more care. So your your catastrophic plan would now change over to a health care plan, a normal kind of health care plan. Now, it'd be a little more expensive, but they're not on a gouge either. You know, there'd have to be control there. So that's just one random thought of how it would work to make people actually be willing to put in. Because I haven't been to a doctor in, I couldn't even tell you the last time. My son hasn't been to a doctor and I couldn't tell you the last time. Lexi had to have a, uh, 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 something removed and something was put in that had needed to be removed and she went and had it done and we had to pay for it out of pocket and it wasn't very expensive it would have been something that catastrophic care would have been great to cover so anyway sorry I went off on a tangent about losing their health care coverage next on the list is the eternal Republican priority cutting taxes if you're waiting for your fat rebate from the government once the establishment has been sent packing, you're in for a shock. It won't actually be Trump's plan precisely that will pass Congress and he'll sign. It will be some combination of what he wanted and what congressional Republicans want. But the two share a driving principle in common, and you may want to sit down while I tell you that helping regular folks is most definitely not it. Well, um... The best solution to the tax issue, honestly, is eliminate the IRS, eliminate income tax. Uh, let's go with a fair flat tax of some sort, something along those lines. I'm good for that. No, their commitment is to be of service to the most oppressed and forgotten group of Americans, the wealthy. Trump's tax plan would give 47% of its benefit to the richest 1% of taxpayers. Paul Ryan's tax plan is even pure. It gives 76% of its cuts to the richest 1%. Richest 1%. In its first year, and by 2025, would feed 99.9% of its benefits to the top 1%. Once that's accomplished, Trump and the Republicans plan to either gut or completely repeal the Dodd-Frank financial regulations, which, let's keep in mind, what led us to the crash of 08 was Clinton repealing the Glass-Steagall Act. So maybe it's a good thing, maybe it's a bad thing. Who knows? So so basically, as I'm reading through this, you see what they're trying to push is things to worry about. What he's going to do and not going to do. What do you believe he's going to do? What what do I believe he's going to do? What, what does everybody out there believe he's going to do? I'm not, you know, mass protesting against him. Uh, and it's sad to see the people who are standing up and mass protesting against uh, the election of Donald Trump. I was angry as all hell when Obama got elected. Completely just distraught and angry. I, I didn't want him there, but I still didn't go protest. I went to work the next day and dealt with life and did what I had to do. I was still angry, and it actually led me to where I sit today, not trusting any of it, not believing in any of it, and, and having a much greater understanding 
of of how it works and why it works the way it works. So I, I guess I, I got off on a tangent earlier, but I was going to say, maybe this will, all these people, some of them were even um, voters for Obama who have, have really wanted to change and went and voted for Trump. You heard uh, my caller a couple weeks ago. He was an Obama supporter, Obama voter. And after the first term, he started buying guns. He spent $30,000 buying guns since then. And, and now he voted for Trump. So will people like that that have been conned once, if they get conned the second time, will they change their mind? Will they change their approach? Will they actually listen to the crazy conspiracy guys running around? Is Trump the real thing? Is he going to do what he says? That's what you have to ask yourself. What's up, Fortoed? Hey, man, what's going on? Not much. How you been? I'm not as high as I was last week. Well, that's good to hear. I mean, you know, you guys rolled out of here. For as high as you were last week, these guys rolled out like 5.30 in the morning, maybe even a little earlier. Yeah, well, yeah, well I woke up at 5, and I was, I was getting ready to get out of there, and I'm glad I did because we beat all the traffic. Anyway, <clears throat> the thing, the, one of the things I should have uh, hammered down last week was that the president makes no laws, you know, and here it is, you know, it was a surprise. I honestly, I, I'm kind of happy that he won only because it's a fuck you to, to Clinton. And we were wrong, man. For three years, we've been saying it's going to be a, well, for two years, we were saying it's going to be a Bush and Clinton um, uh, election or, or presidency and Bush would win because we figured that it was the war party that would take control, right? And within the last year, I realized that Hillary Clinton is the war party now. Well, you know? did you – but let me answer me – well, yeah, but got to keep in mind, Trump isn't going to be much different from a war-type mongrel or what – yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. Well, yeah, but but maybe not because he's even said, you know, I want to make I want to make a deal with Putin. And that's that's who the, the establishment was picking a fight with for the last year. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, and, yeah, and uh, that is very true, and it, it, I agree with that, and I'm glad to see that go in that direction, and I think we should be, uh, you know, that's the second most powerful country next to China in, in our world, you know, mm-hmm. in, yeah. in our life, in, in our situation right now, and, and we should be friends with those three countries. We shouldn't mm-hmm. be trying to knock them down. Now, I also agree, though, that the higher tariffs, I'm not against that, that he wants to do. Uh, but one of the things, I don't know if you saw what Savage uh, was warning about, and he was talking about how, and, and I was going to bring this up. How did I? Was I actually right? But by proxy, because Savage is saying, you know, bringing Priebus in, uh, it kind of looks like Jeb Bush won the election. Yeah, well, because, he because he's, he brought, he's filling the cabinets with who he's bringing his transition team. It actually looks like Jeb Bush won. This is true. Remember, all right. So we think about um, George Bush. George Bush probably wasn't in charge. We know it was Dick Cheney. We know it was everybody around him. And if and if you look at the at the you know the September 11th video where you know they they come into the classroom and tell him he looks fucking pissed off. You know why? Because he was probably against it the whole way. And like, all right, we're not going to do it. And bam, they do it. And he's got to keep his mouth shut. The look of frustration on his fucking face is like, I can't believe they fucking did it. Yeah. Well, um, he also knew that he was just a stupid cokehead that uh, dodged the the military and. Had to just deal with what he uh, was told to deal with, and you know, I, maybe he didn't expect it at that point in time. Uh, and I do agree, though, that he didn't want it. But maybe that's why, if you look at at him, and even Obama, look at Obama now. After eight years, 
He's not an old man, but he he looks fucking ridden hard. Yeah, and they yeah. always do. I told you, it's the hardest job in the United States. It's the most deadliest, you know, because it's killed 10% of its people um, through assassination. Anyway, um, oh, geez, what did I want to say? The the chocolate hasn't even kicked in yet. Uh, (laughs) The chocolate again? Oh, dude, I've been eating chocolate every fucking day. I've just been been ratcheting it down since since last week. (laughs) I'm not going to say that's not. I love you. Welcome to Costco. I love you. I'm, that's going to be on my button bar from now on. By the way, <laughs> I did like the uh, the election throwback because I got I heard it uh, when I was out in the car before. It's kind of nice. I've got that's another thing I've been working on. I've been put, doing a lot of the uh, TF fifty two flashbacks. I'm going to be calling them. Uh, so I've been going back and listening to old shows uh, from the very beginning of Raz Radio shows. Even, really? Yeah, even some shows that were still with uh, KOA. And I'm going to be throwing them in there and, and making some, just, you know, trying to change things up a little bit. So anyway. so we Doing a little production value, are you? Well, trying to. So anyway, Maybe. we got Savage coming out and saying this looks like a a, 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 a Bush win uh, with everything that he's putting in place there. We've got all these different nations. And, and in my opinion, it's kind of insulting. Um, and, and we should really pay attention to... Um, the hubris of some of these countries coming out and, and acting like uh, we are just a peon country. And, and I, what I'm talking about, and I know you and I disagree on, on climate change and, and ways of handling it and, and that whole situation. No, I actually, I think we agree on a way to handle it, uh, which is not the government way. Well, yeah, okay, I'll agree with that <laughs> with you. Yeah, absolutely. And geoengineering, Carbon credits are bullshit. And geoengineering and chemtrails aren't going to work either, but that's solar radiation management. That's not a real thing, but they talk about it all the time. Anyway, uh, France, <laughs> France and UN tell Trump actions on climate change is unstoppable. Basically, France and the United Nations has stepped up and, and warned President-elect that he can't do anything about the 2015 uh, plan that was signed over in, where was that, France? Uh, I'm not sure, but I know I know that there was some Kyoto agreement that we didn't sign either, and that was a Bush that was a Bush thing as well. France and the United Nations on Tuesday stepped up warnings to U.S. President-elect Donald Trump about the risks of quitting a 2015 global plan to combat climate change, saying a historical shift from fossil fuels is unstoppable. French President Francis Holland addressing almost 200 nations meeting in Morocco on way to slow global warming on ways to slow global warming, said the inaction would be disastrous for future generations and it would be dangerous for peace. Both. Well, Go ahead. Well, well, here's the deal. Despite the fact that, um, you know, we, we waste a lot. The American military is the biggest uh, polluter on the planet. We've actually, we were on the forefront of carbon, uh, uh, curbing emissions, you know, catalytic converters in 1973 on cars. We kind of, we were the ones that led the forefront. I mean, China, you go to China, it looks like California in the 70s and 80s where, with all that fucking smog. Um, so it's fucking bullshit of this little state, France or Germany and France. What are they? The size of fucking New Jersey? And they don't even probably produce anything or, right. you know, because they're not going to have to give up much. They're, they're, they're going to have to give up a minute amount compared to what, Nations like the U.S. or uh, China or Russia would have to give. 
Well, all right. So here's the deal. If we if we actually went back to um, where the states were in control, the states would actually figure all this stuff out. You know, like I said uh, last week, we got to abolish the 13th, 13th Amendment where it, it allows the federal government to tax our income. Um, take that money away from them. Get their money from the states. Let the states tax us in a way we see fit. Because and, and allow I, the been, state to handle most of the issues that that are presented to the average citizen. Right. And we actually live by the 10th Amendment. Right. <clears throat> One of the things I've I, so I've been really kind of educating myself on the whole electoral college, college thing. Right. And it's because the founding fathers did not want a democracy. They wanted a representative republic. And that's that's what's in the founding documents. Democracy is not. It's a republic. Yeah, it's a constitutional and, republic. Correct. So we, we are represented by people. So let's, all right. So, uh, let's say we, let's say I live in the same development you live and we all of our, like a lot of our family lives in there and we want to do something. We all get together when we figure and we, we, we kind of vote together. Let's do this. And, and I can actually suppose you and I, um, disagree. You can come to my house and be like, yo, blah, 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 blah. We, there, there's, there's a contact, uh, and there's a closeness. Um, and the 17th Amendment actually took away the right uh, – the 17th Amendment – well, before the 17th Amendment, um, it was the, our representatives that actually elected or appointed the senators. The, the, you know, the, there's two senators for every state. Right. And, and it, was the, it was our representatives that actually appointed them. And the 17th Amendment took that out to make it a popular vote. That's, that was the first hit. Uh, to put to make this into a democracy. Now we we could see that 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 fifty one percent of the vote, fifty one percent of the people telling forty nine other the, the forty other forty nine percent is kind of immoral, you know. And now the progressives actually are starting to realize this. Hey, wait a minute! Fifty one percent of the country t- tells me that I can't have Hillary Clinton as a president. They're all freaking out. You know, well, and and where are we where are we down to? And I probably should have looked this up before the show. But where are we actually down to? Was it the electoral college? College was it the popular vote? What what did he win on? Um, the electoral college. All right, so he lo- he won on the college, which right. it's happened all. You know, it's how it happens yeah. with with Gore and Bush. So it was another Democrat uh, that lost out to the electoral college. Um, so there's a, uh, there's a podcast I listened to and he did like a seven minute diatribe on, on, on it. And I actually posted on Facebook. If you look at the, go to the lava flow podcast, whatever it is, Google it. You'll see the, you know, the, the, the show that talks about the electoral college. It's a great set of it. And, and he actually goes through the pluses and minuses of it because, and it's, it's very educational, but that's the way the founding fathers wanted it to be. They didn't want, a democracy, and a democracy is majority rules. They didn't want that. They wanted it to be a representative republic, and 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 the chinks in the armor of democracy are starting to show. Well, and it's 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 um, if it's not used the way it was intended to, and if it's not necessarily needed either. I mean, at this point in time, is it needed? Do we need to have the electoral college? College? Do we need? Yes, to, you, because. It actually, again, you got to listen to this. It gives it, it, it because because now the president has to try to win over a state, not a specific population. Suppose suppose it was let's let's rewind till two thousand seven. Suppose it was just Barack Obama had to uh, placate to the black people, right? You know, and it was the black people that won. 
Uh, and it, it was well, the, that, but that, that's not a really good example because that's not feasibly possible to happen. Well, because it's a disproportionate amount of blacks and whites. But let's just assume you know it's fifty fifty. Um, all you have to do is actually uh, placate to a population, whereas you now you, with the electoral college you actually have to uh, cater to a state, um, which you know as we know is sometimes it's all white, sometimes it's all black, but sometimes it's mixed. Whatever the fuck it happens to be, and like Florida is one of the things I love about Florida. It's mixed, you know. What do you think? Not not it, Florida. Florida's not mixed at all. Well, the thing is, is the two counties that I li- that are one county that I live in and one county I live next to, and also Miami and I Jacksonville. Being sarcastic, Dave. Well, I, I, well, I the thing is, it, you know. those four counties balance out the rest of the other counties in the state. You know, that's why it's always you know eh, it could go blue, it could go red. I like that. There's a there's a balance of power, and that's a nice way to be. I, I would agree with that. That that having that difference in balance is good. Um, I, I want to take a break here in a minute, but I want to read before I take this break, uh, somebody that had joined us last week, actually, that was on the show with us, uh, Matt Major, uh, Matt Major show. Excellent article. Excellent article. Yeah. I, I, I want to get into that real fast before I take the break. And then, uh, you can comment on that on the backside if you're going to hang out. If you're not, then it's, uh, it's up to you. So you, you decide. I'll hang. But this is on the Huffington Post. And uh, again, Matt was on with us last week. And the headline of the article, okay, this is very important. The headline is, you, you got to pay attention. Bernie Sanders could replace President Trump with little-known loophole. So, I mean, could Bernie Sanders absolutely, or, or could he do that? Could, could this whole thing be over? Could we just have Sanders now? Here's exactly what we need to do to save our great society. The information here is what we've all been waiting for. By doing this, we can make Bernie the president on inaugural day rather than president-elect Donald Trump. Actually, no, we can't. There is no loophole that allows a random person to assume the office of president. That's pretty basic common sense, but yet you clicked or even shared this article anyway. Buzzard Bob. Now that right there is the real point of this post. Now, now right there is the real point of this post. So basically... Matt was calling everybody out. And and listen, I know I share stuff that sometimes is disproven, but I share it because I don't have time to read it and I want it on my Facebook or Twitter so I can go back to it. So not everything I share I always agree with. Sometimes it's just show prep, something for me to revert back to as I get ready to, to do my show. Our social media sites have been flooded with misinformation in the past few months. While this has always been a problem, it now appears to have exploded over this election season. We're seeing post after post stating just plain illogical things, and this is not a problem unique to any one side. Even more dangerous are the posts that don't appear to be far-fetched until you dig into the details. The big problem with that, people don't dig into the details. There will be many people who clicked share on this post because of its headline. There may be they may not even click to open the story. They will never actually read these words. Ironically, these are the folks we need to hear it, who need to hear it the most. As John Oliver correctly pointed out Sunday night, folks are being fed what they want to hear, and that and and they're eating it up like a starving person. The most important thing in a functional society is a well-informed public. What we have now is not only uninformed but misinformed masses. That's something that should scare us all. The most important thing 
in a functional society is a well-informed public. What we have, sorry, that was a quote that was pulled out. <laughs> Gotta love when I do that and just uh, tangent off on a quote that I've already read. It always uh, makes me feel good. How do we combat? How do we combat this problem? Easy. We have to do some work. While I could give a long dissertation on what exactly that means, no one has the patience to read it all. So here are five quick steps that will fit into a meme. <laughs> I love Matt's just dryness. Yeah. Read first, then share. I myself am guilty of basing comments or even clicking share based on the headline. This is the worst thing any of us could do. Stop being lazy. Check the sources and their sources. In the age of new media, true and vital information comes from non-traditional sources, but so does a lot of garbage. Any article that posts facts, figures, or quotes should provide a source for that information. If there is no backup for the claims, move on. Watch out for recycled stories. One, and this is one that I've been noticing a lot recently, especially. Mm-hmm. One thing that seems to be feeding into the misinformation problem is when old stories are being presented as happening now. I've seen a lot of cop stories that were, you know, 2014, 2013, uh, all of a sudden appearing and people are getting all mad about them again. You, you, right, right, right. We've been mad that, about it. Move on. Those of see, us who have paying attention for a while, no. Go ahead. That, that annoys me uh, when they bring up old. All right, so look, cops have a bad rap as it is, and, and I'm the first to jump on them, right? But I don't need to hear old shit again. Right. Know? Well, we've been in this for a while, and, and that's, you know, the newer people, and that tends to be who it seems to be, at least from what I'm seeing. People right. that haven't been doing this for five, six, seven years. Be- yeah. But you don't need to rehash old shit. There's enough stuff, there's enough current stuff to get an idea of what's going on. And, and honestly, Sean, I think things are kind of calming down a bit, you know? I think cops aren't killing as many people as they It feels used to. like, because I'm not seeing quite as many stories. I'm seeing a, a lot of stupid stories uh, with, with law enforcement, and, and even uh, the, the narrative is breaking apart. Remember, two weeks ago, what was it, two weeks ago, we had the, uh, the white guy that was a Trump supporter that the cops threw out of a football game for harassing a bunch of blacks or whatever, um, ended up, you know, shooting two cops and killing them. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm not for that. Again, I don't like cops a lot, but I don't want any of them to die. Oh, no. Yeah, I agree with that. As a matter of fact, that story. I'm going to talk about that story later on. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm going to get into that because I would have done the same thing. It's at that point in time, you're looking at another person and we'll get into that after the break. Okay. Uh, Where was I now? Check the dates on the story before you read. You'll be shocked to see how many or from another time and aren't applicable to current events you thought they were talking about. Happens all the time. Dave and I have even have seen it. I've even been uh, tied up in it. That's one of the first things I do. Mm-hmm. If there's something that grabs my attention, I go look at the date. The very right. first thing. Right, right. And we, we this is how we learned by, you know, reaction posting. Yep. Like, oh, holy shit, we see something, boom, we post it. But, and then somebody calls us out and, or we research or whatever, you know. And this is what's made us all better researchers, I think. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, if you care about facts, ignore the blatantly slanted. Having a slant or taking a positive on a story is not wrong in itself. What is wrong is when these ideas are taken on unbiased facts. You can avoid all of this by simply avoiding those sites to start with, which is one of the reasons I don't go to InfoWars anymore, mm-hmm. you know, among other reasons. But I, I don't go to InfoWars.com, and I, I actually tend to go to CNN or, or uh, MSNBC more often or, you know, or even Huffington Post, because it's uh, it's almost the complete opposite of what my basic normal 
thought right. pattern is. And you get to see both sides of it, you know, and that's that's what that's what a good researcher does. He finds out all the shit and then he goes, finds out what the, the naysayers are saying. Right. And it doesn't you know? hurt to have a, a drive on a story. It doesn't hurt to be really for one side of it. But you have to make sure you're, you're looking at both sides before you, you report it or put it out. Right. Because there, there, there sometimes there's valid points on both sides, you know. Yep. Uh, any website with words conservative, liberal, Democrat, Republican, etc. in the title are just advertising how slanted they are. That's okay if you choose to live in your, your side's bubble, but please don't have any delusion that these stories reflect the whole picture. Number five, Google it. God and Sergi. Sergi. Sergey. Sergey. He's one of the founders of Google. God and Sergey gave us Google for a reason. If you see a story that's unbelievable or has no source or, or even if it does, verify. See if the same facts are reported across multiple outlets. See if anyone disputes these facts. Read these pieces and then make up your own mind. If we could, uh, if we could take all these simple steps, our society would be a better place. We all have opinions and leanings. There is nothing wrong with that. But could we at least all come from a starting point based on facts and reality? Well, I mean, I know I don't always come from reality, but just because I don't come from reality doesn't mean I'm wrong. Just saying, Dave. Chemtrails are real. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag chemtrails are real. You know, I think about a month ago, um, I had found a story that was so fucked up uh, and it was so conservative and, and cons the conservative media would have loved it. I actually reached out to Matt through direct message to say, hey, man, because he would he'd be the guy that would vet this the best. I was like, I don't know if I buy this. If it is, it's, it's kind of explosive. Can you kind of look at this and, and tell me, you know, from, from your perspective, if you think this is cool or not? We kind of came up to the thing. It's like, I don't know if it's real, but if it is, it's fucked up. You know, like we both, we both saw eye to eye on it. How many times have we come across stuff where we've gone like that too? And I'm like, man, if this is real and, and it's just, it's really messed up. Yeah, 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 you know, and and then then again, you've got to vet it from the other from somebody who's looking at it the other side. Yeah, by you far, know? I agree with that. All right, let's yeah. take a break here, real fast, Dave. Like I said, you can stick around through it if you want to. It's up to you. Sure. All right, good deal. I got to go to the bathroom. I I, I haven't heard um, Chappelle's uh, opening on uh, on uh, Saturday Night Live. I know it's a little long, but I, I want to check that out coming out of this break. So it might be a little it, bit of a break. As long as you get it un. Edited because he says the N word twice. Well, I don't know if what I have is unedited. If you if you have one or if you know where it is, send it to me real fast, and then I'll use that. Well, one. I know it's on Hulu because that's how I watch. It. But anyway, that whole that whole show was was fantastic. Not funny, but fantastic. I will check it out when we get back. <laughs> All right, guys, you listen to the first fifty two RazRadioLive dot com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos, Radio Con. Damn it! I'm wait. No, I'm going to get it right. Conflu. I got to look. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I know I always mess it up. He's probably wants to be radio confluence. Confluence, thank you. Radio confluence. That's the other spot we're heard at. I got to get back over here where I was so I can <laughs> do what I got to do, make it right. All right, guys, we'll be back. The soul has no limitation. We were.
were in the center of the Amazon basin. We had come there uh, to explore tryptamine hallucinogens. These are short-acting, very powerful psychedelic drugs. And the reason we were so interested in these drugs is because in encounters with it in the pure was invariably characterized by encounters with elves, thousands of these things. for example, at a sufficiently high and prepared dose, you get elves. Everybody does. Uh, you may not believe it, but on the other hand, it only takes five minutes to prove that I'm bullfishing you 100%. Surely anyone who's studied UFOs and alien intelligence for as many years as the people represented here have can afford to invest ten minutes in the wild-eyed assertion that all you need to do is inhale deeply three times and you want contact, you want elves, you want alien intelligence, you'll have it up the kazoo. Now, of course, it comes from an unsanctioned dimension. And so, all night long, I sat reviewing the things that had passed, seeming to divide my consciousness and send it both backward through my family tree and forward into the future. I seemed to see all the years still ahead. I saw some technique emerging from this contact, our careers pursued across time and space, and finally vindication as the world realized the truth of the transdimensional nature of the Strophoria visions and the true nearness of the world that they had thrown open. For it had become my belief that the contact with an intelligent and utterly alien species was beginning for humanity. It seemed that out of the long night of cosmic time, the novelty of novelties, the moment of contact between minds on utterly different planes was beginning. We were among the first to achieve contact with this other. It was the real thing. We had come to the equatorial jungle to explore the dimensions glimpsed in tryptamine ecstasy. And there, in the darkness of the heart of the Amazon, we had been found and touched by this bizarre and ancient life form that was now awakening to the global potential of a symbiotic relationship with technical humanity. All night long, strange vistas and insights poured through me. I saw gigantic machineries and worlds of vegetable and mechanical forms on scales inconceivably vast. Time, agatized and glittering, seemed to pour by me like living superfluids, inhabiting dream regions of terrible pressure and super cold. And I saw the plan, the mighty plan, at last. It was an ecstasy, an ecstasis that lasted hours and placed the seal of completion on all of my previous life. At the end, I felt reborn, but as what, I knew not. 
that will sweep away the petty concerns of earth and history-bound humanity. Have you ever called into your favorite talk radio program only to encounter this and felt like this? That never happens when you dial 941-421-0401. At RazRadioLive.com, we answer right away. And pow, you're live on the air talking to one of your favorite hosts. No screeners, no delays. Try it now. 941-421-0401. And avoid... 941-421-0401. If you're a new listener or a seasoned veteran, don't be scared. 941-421-0401. We welcome all. We know how it feels to be ignored. RazRadioLive.com He has invited 9-11 truthers into his administration. If they believe that he's just another one of these guys, he is in danger. I want a truth to me. suspected. Seemed like Hillary was doing well in the polls, and yet I know the whites. <laughs> you guys aren't as full of surprises as you used to be. And I think I speak for all of black America when I say that we are all praying for Omarosa. I don't even know what she's doing in the news. But America's done it. We've actually, we've actually elected an internet troll is our president. <laughs> and the whites are furious. I've never seen anything like it. I haven't seen white people this mad since O.J. Burke. <laughs> There's a split screen with white people on both sides. Ah! <laughs> nah, I'm not saying I'm enjoying it. I'm just saying it's just, I've never seen this before. I watched a white riot in Portland, Oregon on television the other night. (laughs) 
News said they did a million dollars worth of damage. Every black person was watching that like, amateurs. <laughs> so I'm staying out of it. I'm just gonna take a knee like Kaepernick and let the whites figure this out amongst themselves. Because for us, you know what I mean? We've been here before. We've been here before. And I don't even think it's the most important thing we're dealing with, man. Don't forget. Don't forget all the things that are going on. Shootings. What do you think about that? All these shootings in the last year. Worst, the worst mass shootings in the history of the United States. Pulse nightclub, which they said ISIS did. And then it turned out that wasn't exactly what happened. <laughs> if that is what happened, then ISIS is scarier than I thought. Because they have very deep cover operatives. Look, guys, we're going down deep for this one. I might have to uh, get a grinder account and uh, <laughs> jerk a few guys off and throw them off the trail. <laughs> I think the guy was in ISIS. What happened was he pledged allegiance to ISIS before he did what he did, which is not the same as being in ISIS. You know what I mean? Like, I was going to have sex with a girl, and right before I did it, I screamed out, Wu-Tang. That don't mean I'm in the Wu-Tang clan. I'm just shouting Wu-Tang out. Some more shootings than I can literally count. You can't even go to the goddamn zoo without seeing a shooting nowadays. They shot a gorilla in my local zoo. And the Cincinnati police said, shooting that gorilla was the toughest decision this department ever had to make. I said, well, you about to see a lot of niggas in gorilla costumes in Cincinnati. <laughs> Why do we have to say that? Why do we have to say that black lives matter? Now, I admit that is not the best slogan, but McDonald's already took, you deserve a break today. <laughs> And I guess it's kind of catchy because everyone else is biting it. Even the police bite it. Blue lives matter. What was he, born a police? That is not a blue life. That's a blue suit. If you don't like it, take that suit off, find a new job. Because I'm going to tell you right now, if I could quit being black today, I'd be out the game. I did the next best thing. I, I became a rich black person. Which is harder than you think, because, you know, your life becomes gentrified, like Brooklyn. <laughs> all your black friends stop moving out, and all these new white friends start moving in. You find yourself saying things to friends you grew up with that you never dreamed you'd say. I'm sorry, nigga, you can't come with us. There's only enough room in the balloon basket for four. Ta-ta. <laughs> Trump, he did it. He's, he's our president. I feel bad saying that I'm staying in a Trump hotel right now. I don't know if he's going to make a good president, but he makes a swell hotel suite, I'm going to tell you that. Housekeeping comes in in the morning, cleans my room, and I just, hey, good morning, housekeeping. Grab a big handful of pussy and say, you know. <laughs> Ball said it was okay.
Sorry about that, Lauren. All my black friends who have money said the same thing when Trump got elected. That's it, bro. I'm out. I'm leaving the country. You coming with us? Nah, I'm good, dog. I'm gonna stay here and get this tax break, see how it works out. Cause that's how it is being Dave Chappelle. It's the first time I got some money, it didn't work out like that. The most unlikely thing that happened ever was a black president came out of nowhere, like, come on, everybody, let's start thinking about everyone else. Oh, nigga, I just got this money! I didn't even think he was possible. Trump went to go see Obama last week. Did you see that? Yeah. Did you see Trump's face when he came out the meeting? Trump got sunned. He looked shook. Trump looked like he got shook. He probably came in there. Hi, how are you, Mr. President? Good to see you. Hello, Donald. How you feeling? Oh, God. I've got to tell you, this job looks like it's going to be a lot harder than I thought. Really? It's not that hard. I mean, at least you get to be white while you're doing it. Saying, I'm, I'm a little nervous. Nervous? Come on, man, relax. You haven't even met the aliens yet. It's gonna be all right. <laughs> I don't know what he's gonna do, but I know Obama did a good job. Obama did a good job. I think we'll all miss him when he's gone. Do you agree with this? And thank God he lived to tell about it. This is the first black dude that ever heard America's secrets. And I'm happy he lived. If, 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 if someone threatened our president, that is the only time that I'd want him to be stereotypically black. We'd be on the news like, uh, an assassination attempt was carried out today on the United States president. In a bizarre sequence of events, the president himself was armed. <laughs> fired back killing four people that had nothing to do with the incident. He then ripped off his shirt, screamed out Chi-Town for some reason. You know, before I go, I do want to say one thing, and this is not a joke, but I think it's important that I say this because they're marching up the street right now as we speak. A few weeks ago, I went to the White House for a party. It was the first time I'd been there in many years. And, and it was very exciting. And BET had sponsored the party. So everyone there was, was black. <laughs> and it was beautiful. I walked through the gates. You know, I'm from Washington, so I saw the bus stop, or well, the corner where the bus stop used to be, where I used to catch the bus to school and dream about nights like tonight. It was a really, really beautiful night. And at the end of the night, everyone went into the West Wing of the White House, and it was a huge party. And everybody in there was black except for Bradley Cooper for some reason. <laughs> and on the walls were pictures of all the presidents of the past. Now, I'm not sure if this is true, but to my knowledge, the first black person that was officially invited to the White House was Frederick Douglass. They stopped him at the gates. Abraham Lincoln had to walk out himself 
and escort Frederick Douglass into the White House. And it didn't happen again, as far as I know, until Roosevelt was president. When Roosevelt was president, he had a black guy over and got so much flack from the media that he literally said, I will never have a nigger in this house again. I thought about that, and I looked at that room, and I saw all those black faces in Bradley, and I saw... And I saw how happy everybody was. These people who had been historically disenfranchised. And it made me feel hopeful. And it made me feel proud to be an American. And it made me very happy about the prospects of our country. So, in that spirit, I'm wishing Donald Trump luck. And I'm going to give him a chance. And we, the historically disenfranchised, demand that he give us one too. Thank you very much. We've got a great show tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, a tribe called Quest is in the building. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Stick around when Raz comes on so I can tell him where he's wrong. He's absolutely not wrong. He's he's right. He's absolutely not wrong. He's he's right. I know what you're This is Bob Tuscan from the Intelhub.com. You're listening to the first fifty-two on Ras Radio. Sorry I took that long break. I had to hear that, and I really wanted to hear the whole thing. Wayne, thank you for sending me the unedited version so I didn't have to search for it. Dave didn't have to figure out where it was. Poor Toad was, was slacking there. He had to get his, his own, uh, his, I don't know, what psychedelic video shit you're sending me over here. I mean, what the hell's going on with you, Poor Toad? Hey, technical shit. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Eventually, maybe we'll be able to share the video out there. You know, if, if I could get some like new computers, I'd have it already. I've been trying to do that for a while. Anyway, uh, I think uh, one of the things I wrote down that that really grabbed my attention that Dave Chappelle had brought up, which I was happy to see he had brought up, was the whole pulse shooting thing. You know, notice the pulse shooting like fell off the off the face of the earth, Dave. It, it wasn't yeah, it's talked only been about. Five months. Like yesterday was the five month anniversary, and they were kind of like celebrating it. Yeah, but like five five months, not six, not twelve, five. Well, they ha- they're, they're they're trying to still push it, but the problem is, is they can't push it because it's really not what they want it to be. It, it's really none of it adds up. None of it makes sense. It, it, it goes back to the whole conspiracy that maybe this guy uh, wasn't what he said he was, and and he realized at the end that he had to try to do something to make his dad proud of him. So he just screamed ISIS in the phone. I, I actually tend to believe that. Uh, that's 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 my theory. That's the working theory I'm gonna, I, I agree with. Uh, that's the theory I've been running with since, I think, the week it happened. I, I've always thought there was way too much there. You guys can go download the show from that week, the week before, the week after. Uh, I, I'm sure you'll find that that's kind of what I was saying. 
Right. All right. So if if it was ISIS, if it was if it was ISIS, he wouldn't have gone after a gay club. You know, he would have done something much worse, like a post office or a fucking courthouse or something. Well, he went you know? deep, deep, deep cover, Dave. Come on. Aren't you listening? Deep cover. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, well. He's a fucking comedian. Uh, yeah, I know. Well, but that's the way it works, dude. That's that's absolutely the way it works. So uh, before we went into the break, am I a little hot there? Let me turn that down a little bit. It sounds a little hot in my head. Maybe I'm just... Maybe I'm just hot in my head to myself. I don't know. Uh, before we went in the break, we had had something that happened down here in our in our little neck of the woods. Actually, it's farther from you. It was closer to me where this this whole incident happened. And and you know we stand up for you know what we believe is right, what we think uh, should be done. And and I'll admit, Dave will admit, if if I had to shoot a fucker, I'll shoot him. I don't want to. I'm not looking for that clean shoot, but I'm not going to be put in a situation where myself or any other human being, whether it be my wife, whether it be my friend Dave, whether it be the tow truck driver, or whether it be a cop, I'm not going to allow them to be in a situation where their life is in danger, and I will stand up for them. And I won't allow it. I, I just won't. Now on the Wink News Nightbeat. He threw the officer to the ground so violently. I mean, it just, it was awful. And he would just started punching him and hitting and hitting and hitting. A deputy fighting for his life. I thought he was going to kill him. Until a mysterious armed man shoots his attackers. I heard three shots. The man on top that was sitting down on top of the police officer fell to his side. Investigators combed the area near the corkscrew exit for clues and kept the ramp closed for nearly nine hours. When I was on the highway before I got up on the exit, uh, there was a high-speed pursuit on the left shoulder. New video of crews towing three vehicles, including that speeding car and a Lee County cruiser, and new questions about stepping into help. There are a lot of different questions that need to be asked before you can really answer whether or not he's going to be, be liable for something. Tonight, we now bring you complete team coverage of every angle of this story. Tonight, right. Kim Powell. With There's a local story, and it's a little bit long, so everybody sit tight. Save that deputy's life. Well, let's start tonight with the Night Beats Adam Wright, live where all of this unfolded. Adam, that ramp is back open tonight, right? Yeah, that's right, Chris. The ramp here opened back up about four hours ago. It's all quiet out here right now, much different than the chaotic scene here earlier today. Traffic to Corkscrew Road started moving freely just after 7 o'clock tonight, after deputies shut down the southbound exit ramp for several hours. A massive scene unfolded shortly after 10 a.m. I've never witnessed anything like that. It was awful. Multiple sources tell Wink News Lee County Sheriff's Deputy First Class Dean Bardez was working an accident scene on I-75 near Alico Road when a man with a gun approached him, then took off. Uh, there was a high-speed pursuit on the left shoulder. When I got off on the highway, on this on-ramp, off-ramp, um, there was a... A man on top of another man. Witnesses tell Wink News the suspect started beating Deputy Bardez in the middle of the off-ramp. He threw the officer to the ground so violently. I mean, it just, it was awful. And he would just started punching him and hitting and hitting and hitting. I thought he was going to kill him. 
Then, sources tell Wink News a passerby with a concealed weapon license got out of his car and shot the suspect three times after repeatedly telling him to get off the deputy. And didn't hit the cop. That's like pretty good two shooting. Two to four gunshots when I was sleeping. Yeah, I look out my side. balcony and then I see all the cops right there. The suspect died. Deputy Bardez was taken to the hospital. Tow trucks later left the scene with the deputy's cruiser and two other cars. And Deputy Bardez is out of the hospital recovering tonight. The sheriff's office has not released the name of his attacker yet. And a lot of other questions remain unanswered, specifically what led to this confrontation between these two men. Of course, we'll continue to dig for these answers and bring them to you as soon as we get them. For now, we're live. You know, I, I'm really curious, uh, Forto, to see what the uh, the complete story is here. Do the, does this cop and this guy have a, a history together? Is there something more to this we're missing? See, I don't know. I don't know. But see, this is this is a position I'll take. If I see two people fighting, and you know, I don't like law enforcement, right? But if I see two people fighting, I'm shooting a guy fighting a cop. Oh well, yeah, absolutely. That's Without even thinking saying. about yeah. it, I'm just going to do it. Yeah, well, you're. You, it, if you saw two people fight and you saw a little guy getting and and from what I understand, some of the comments in the story, uh, it's a wink wink news story, winknews.com. Uh, some of the comments in there uh, are very. How do I phrase this? I, I mean, I get what people think because of this world we're living in right now. But a lot of them are like, oh, you know, he's a young cop and uh, he's scared to use his gun. Well, allegedly, he was yelling at the other guy, the, the, the pastor buyer, to shoot. He's like, please shoot him, shoot him, shoot him. Mm -hmm. So either he didn't have his weapon or the guy was beating him so bad that he couldn't you get to his it. weapon, which I find that hard to believe considering how many weapons does a cop carry that you couldn't get to one of your five or six different weapons uh, to use to protect yourself. Yeah, but still, by default, you know, you, you almost... You... I hate to say it. <laughs> you have to shoot him. No, you have to shoot him. And it would be with right. anybody. In that situation, again, if if you walked up, Dave, to uh, me on the ground getting beaten up by somebody your size, you're going to shoot the guy on top. Without even asking. <laughs> Without asking the question. You know, uh, maybe if I'm on top and the guy on the bottom is your size, maybe you'd pull me off instead of shooting me. Right. But, you know, I mean, in, in most circumstances, you're going to do what you have to do in order to prevent yeah, it's or a, stop the situation it, it's almost shoot first ask questions you know after um oh uh, wait it, i just got something from wayne here wayne's got some inside allegedly or or something uh dwayne just sent him sent me a text he says the deputy was fucking the guy's girlfriend wife just spitballing oh no he's just spitballing okay sorry yeah but even still even still that does not require a beatdown. if he's if he wants to do something to the guy you go to his, you know, his superiors and say, "Hey, listen, he's fucking my girl. What, yeah. He's fucking my girl, right? You know, what have you? What, has he? Has he? You know, and you, you never know. Maybe he looked looked up the girlfriend illegally, you know, and then found the house and then figured out a way. So you go through that way. That way, the guy goes through the jail. Well, we you had that cop. We had that cop here in Charlotte County get fired for that kind of shit. Yeah. Well, more often than not, that's what cops are doing. I mean, shit. When I was younger, I used to have my uncle run cars all the time. I'd be like, here's a van, run this number, see what, what's up with that, you know? And he would do it. But this is, you know, 30 years ago. Right. Um, yeah. How much information they have gotten 30 years ago, though? I mean, honestly, let's think about well, that. You know what's funny? I was thinking about today. Um, a lot's gone on in my life, and you, you know some of it, Dave. 
Um, mm-hmm. and, and I was thinking about uh, I, I got invited to the twenty fifth anniversary, the twenty fifth anniversary reunion of my rescue squad that I ran when I was in high school and and you know a young man. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I, obviously I'm not going to be able to make it. It's New Year's Eve this year, so there's yeah. there's no chance I'm going to make it. I mean, if I lived up there, maybe I would. But I was thinking, you know, maybe at the next 25th or at the 50th anniversary, I'll try to make it. And then I did the math in my head, and I realized that at the 50th anniversary of my rescue squad, I'll be I'll be uh, 62 years old. Yeah. No, yeah, 66 years old. I'm sorry, 66 years old. Yeah, we're not young. Scary thought, man. It's just dude, you're going to be in Guatemala with me. Trust me. <laughs> if everything keeps going the way it is, then I might want to do that. So here, here's the deal, and and I've, I've never really talked about this before, but I'm actually planning on making you getting your whole family moved down. Hold on, national. Uh, hold on, breaking news: National Security Advisor leaves Trump's tan- transition team. On the transition process. As Trump received his first presidential daily brief today, a national security round. Oh, damn. That's that other computer. I got to get new computers. He'll have yeah. one less experienced hand to turn to. Former House Intelligence Committee chairman. Yeah, let me bring that up on another one. It seems like. Mike Rogers, who served as a national security advisor on Trump's transition team, was ousted on Monday. Mike Rogers the was ousted. Mike Rogers, the second major shakeup for the transition team. So anyway, that's the whole thing. All right, hold on. Yeah, do, you, do you see this one I'm holding here? Do you see this 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 uh, plug? Yeah. If your monitor has a plug like this, I'm gonna I'll give you a Raspberry Pi for forty bucks. I mean, I'll give it to you, but it basically it'll hey. just do. You give me a Raspberry Pi for forty bucks. That's a pretty good deal, Dave. No, it's actually it's a thirty-five dollar computer. I've got like five of them, and I haven't done anything with them. Actually, it used to be the Mumble server. That was the old one. Ooh, no, the old, oh, yeah, the old Mumble. Oh, the old. We gotta talk to. Uh, forget it. I'm not gonna get into that. Anyway, back to. I, I have a better way. So. So we got the Florida guy. We got the the uh, we got sidetracked there. I, I wanted to play that transition team stuff, but I, I, it's it's looking like well, he's having issues. And yeah, well, we yeah. Expect What's that. the issues? He he's getting uh he's getting the you know the establishment in his cabin. He's not like picking uh, Judge Napolitano or Ron Paul or 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 any of the outsiders. You well, know, I don't give a fuck. You know, he's not picking anybody outside the system. He's picking everybody inside the system, which lends itself to the theory that we subscribe to that the the president is just a fucking puppet. Well, and he has to do what he has to do. I want to know, and I know it was the big joke going around, and I obviously said it myself. But, you know, when when he went and met Obama, did he, uh, before we got to see what we saw on TV and and the presented stuff, did he go downstairs and see the the Zapruder film? You know, and, and and did he get the, hey, you're going to do what you're told to do. This is how it's going to operate. This is what's going to happen. Uh, so think about right. that now. Here's the deal. If anybody even believes in that, then you also have to believe that there is no such thing as a democracy or even even your vote has no chance because you could have been elected to office. And if you're brought into the basement and showed this is what's going to happen, we're going to we're going to rip your your wife, all your kids and all your ex-wives and everybody you love, we're, we're going to rip their skin off from the front of their face to the back uh, if you don't capitulate. Uh, and then you do, you know, and they'll, they'll say, hey, listen, you, you're really just a figurehead. Everybody's going to do the shit in the background. All you got to do is sign stuff. 
Um, what's the point? If there is no choice, then why bother? Which is the reason why I don't vote anymore, because I believe that it doesn't matter who gets in the position. We're fucked anyway. Well, I don't I don't disagree with you on that one either. I mean, don't get right. me wrong. I don't I don't disagree with you. All right. I got this. I got this magic wand here. Right. Turns out it's a I don't know if you can see it, but it's it's amberish cannabis with this gigantic fucking battery. Yeah, it's a cannabis pen. So I wave this around and say, all right, Ron Paul is now president. OK, what can Ron Paul do? Nothing. Nothing. He can go through the process and do the things that that he feels needs to be done. He can right. he can get a lot of support for where he needs to be. You know, one of the things. Speaking of, I actually the, the article I have pulled up here. Trump needs to resist neocons and shadow government elites. This is Ron Paul speaking about Donald Trump. Yeah, but will that happen? Has anything that Ron Paul says happened aside from the true stuff? Well, I mean, he needs to resist. Kinda. It doesn't mean he's gonna. Well, you know, he he's a game player, just like he's a fucking Democrat. You know, he's already he's what elect for a week, and there's like three things that he's already knocked out that that was part of his uh, campaign promises. Well, he, I know he flipped on on a bunch of things, and that goes to what we were talking about earlier. Did we did, did the people that voted for him get what they expected? Um, and, and then we were discussing the protesters, Dave, and and how. I was upset when everything had happened before with Obama. Now, what's do you believe that that people should be protesting and blocking streets because he got elected? I don't think anybody should block a street for any, for any other protest. Reason. But, but but a protest is fine. If and you know, even though I'm against, even though I laugh at the idea that 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 the system worked and these people uh, want to subjugate it, you scoffed at uh, it. You didn't laugh at it. You scoffed at it. Oh, it worked. <laughs> well, no, because it's kind of actually taught me. It's like well, maybe they don't have as much power as I think they have. You well, know? here's the, here's the important question that needs to be asked. All right, and I want you to think about. It. We're gonna take a quick break because I gotta go to the bathroom again. Unfortunately, uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and I want you to think about this question, Dave. Do, okay. Do you support the fact that now we have a president who is going to work with Russia and actually? might actually do the right thing with battling ISIS and trying to stop the evil Al-Qaeda. Time for a TF-52 flashback. Hey, uh, real quick, I want to get your opinion on this, Rob. Uh, I'm just going to read you the headline. I'm sure uh, everybody knows about what happened to Hillary today. Uh, Clinton unable to testify before Congress on Benghazi purported concussion cited. <clears throat> Well, I don't know whether she bumped her head no, she... uh, or not, which generally, you know, bumping your head would leave you a concussion. But uh, I'm a type of guy where I'm in sales, okay? I, uh, you know, I, I deal in sales. Uh, my job is to get somebody to buy or my job is to take away somebody's money from them who has no interest in what I have or uh, doesn't need what I have, but uh, my job is to make them do so. And one of the things that I like to tell them is that, you know, you can make excuses or you can make money, but you can't do both. And obviously, in her case, she can make excuses or she could testify, but she can't do both. 
And she so obviously chose to make excuses mm-hmm. instead See? of testifying. And, you know, if we knew something, it was either going to come down to the fact that we would hear what Hillary had to say in regards to Benghazi and or there would be some excuse why she wasn't able to. And obviously, we got the excuse end of it today, and uh, it's no surprise to me. I'm not a uh, conspiracy guy, but I will say that I, I, I... And it's not just because of my conservative leanings. I do think, though, that, that there's there's got to be a reason she doesn't want to talk about it. Well, now, now, that's shifty. That's you talking, right? That's me. Uh, I'm not a conspiracy guy either. I used to be. I'm a conspiracy dropout. I'm a patriot dropout. I truly am. Believe me, I used to be the guy that was there handing out the DVDs. I used to be the guy there saying, what do you mean? What do you mean you're drunk to fluoride, you don't care? What do you mean as long as you have a dollar bill to buy your toilet paper, you don't need gold? What do you mean? What do you mean? I was that type of guy that would shove my shit down your throat, okay? But no longer am I. And now I come from more of uh, a, a more conservatively Just like you stated, I truly do. Uh, So I understand exactly where you're coming from on this. But the fact of the matter is, is that these folks will perpetrate and do everything that they have to do right in front of our face and then tell us a story and we just eat it up like it's candy, my friend. Same thing goes with Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton is the Secretary of State. Hillary Clinton is the person who who represents us and goes from country to country to country, uh, making relations with these countries. That is her job. When something goes wrong with one of those relations, she is the one who is to be held accountable for. If I'm not mistaken, just days after the 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 what I call for my terrorist or my terrorist leanings, yes, my conservative <laughs> leanings. Did you hear me say terrorist leanings? That's funny. My conservative leanings is that she called it a terrorist attack, and she and and it was a terrorist attack, and she says I am responsible for this, which is true. Really really he's a doctor, so we all got blue shots. <laughs> Did you know the vitamins and nutrients would be illegal? In the year 2010, if we don't awaken the sheeple, these globalists are murderers. They're about to hook it up. Codex Alimentarius, baby, look it up. They spray you from the sky like roaches. Does it shock you? Don't worry. They got a pill for you at your doctor. Are your legs restless? Are you shy? Forget the side effects. Not that many people die. Genetically modified foods are the bomb. They gave lab rats cancer, but please don't be alarmed. Soon GMO foods will be a staple. The only thing you'll be able to put on your kitchen table. Their own documents have shown. No food shall be grown at Monsanto don't own. Worldwide, there ain't nowhere to run. Thank you, World Trade Organization and International Monetary Fund. We the sheep of America. America, America, simply the sheeple of America, we the sheeple of America. Plus, so the world's wealthiest people meet every June to see to it the plan is complete. Prime ministers, presidents, billionaires, CEOs, international bankers, C3POs, also known as the young psychopaths who fawn over their elders and give them charts and graphs, pondering how to reduce the population, injecting our boys and girls with poisonous inoculations. 
Yum, yum, Mercury's good, at least the news will tell you that, and they certainly should, cause they're owned by the CFR, but who cares about the Royal Institute of International Affairs? Jerry Springer's on, yeah, two transvestites are about the fist fight. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're making plans for the order of the new world, about to send the lambs to the slaughter. You think they care about 3,000 American men, women, and children? They about to kill a couple billion. If you're in the dark, my friend, you might despise my words, but you had the wool pulled over your eyes. We the people of America, America, America. We the people of America. We the people of America. Collectively in a trance, we like to dance and make romance to psychopaths. We the sheeple of America A stripping from that of your great-great-grandma Say hello to your new puppet, Barack Hussein Obama The president doing the thing, my dear You can stick an intelligent orangutan in there It wouldn't mean a daggone thing You're owned by Goldman Sachs Get on your knees and kiss the queen's big ring They took away your vision with bling And in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is always king they got the republic by the throat You vote don't count because they count the votes They'll never tell you where you're headed, you nerd The good shepherd never sharpens his knives in front of the herd That's why you keep your head down, grazing in the grass But before you know it, now you're in a whole nother pasture They keep you sucking on a stagger and an ass for a team It's eating your brain with a disaster Glued to the tube to see what your favorite star's doing The corporate news is faker than a cartoon Even just the follow Santa said you're just a nation of sheep Some get slaughtered, some get fleeced we the people of America, America, America. We the people of America. We the people of America. Like Constitution. This is the best you got. Something that you know Bubba's gonna like. Angry White Guy Radio. Join me, Sean Raz, Tuesday nights, 6 to 8 p.m., RazRadioLive.com, RadioFreeBlood.com. Nice when things freeze up on you. <laughs> Welcome back with First 52, RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos, Radio Confluence. 
Confluence, Dave, is that right? That is correct. That is correct. I got it right. Woohoo! First try. Yay! It was a really sloppy rejoin. I, I gotta say, I was really. You're doing something I was really right mad. because we. This is Michael really J. Murphy mad. from Why. You're doing something right because we care enough to really engage in being a pain in your ass. I mean, that's really says something. I'm getting a little crazy over here, Dave. It's one of those nights. Where's your wife? My wife. She's with a kid. She's sitting with a kid. Yeah, one more thing I wanted to say about. Of course point. you do. <laughs> it's so funny to watch you laugh about that. Anyway, all right, we're back. The first 52, RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Confluence, and uh, Radio Chaos. We're all here. We're all chilling out and hanging out. It's. Have you lost your mind yet? Are you that angry? I mean, come on. Do we have to be angry? Can't we just deal with the fact that we lost, or you lost, or he lost, or they lost? It's just... It's just disturbing. It, it's upsetting and it's bothersome to see the millennials. That's really what it is, Dave. It's really the millennials that is causing this this weird, fucking weird world we're living in right now. It feels to me, at least. Well, I, I kind of agree with you a little bit. that. The, well, I, I agree a lot that the progressives are, are fucking up this planet. Um because they do things because well, they want to. how they get to. our children to be fucking stupid like them, though? Uh, they uh, indoctrinated our kids via public schools, which they fought for for God knows how long and how long ago. Um, but the one thing I want to say is, like, I want to kind of reach out to the millennials or, or the disenfranch- the newly disenfranchised um, voters and say, hey, listen, if you think it's so dangerous that Donald Trump is in power... Uh, then learn, so, grow. No, 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 no. Then maybe the problem is, is that one person can hold this much power. Because uh, I would say to them, it's like, listen, conservatives thought the same thing when Obama came into power. Oh, yeah, so we were angry fuck as fuck, up. man. My God. Right. And racism right, right. was the main driver of that. So it's not even racism or it's, I hate to say the term, reversed racism because there's no such thing. No such thing, right. There, there is no such thing as reverse racism, but it's like... It's almost like they're trying to do exactly what what was done towards uh, um, Obama, the the racist direction. You know, he's going to destroy this. And has our country changed? Uh, um, What do they call that when we're talking about the the form of people that live here? Um, Demographically, has our country changed demographically so much that, you know, the white guy, the white. You know, hardworking or white collar or blue collar guy is is the minority now. I know we, that's been thrown around forever, but is that where we're at now? Well, people, uh, the, the progressives thought that they would they were actually in the majority and that they could start running the world, um, or running the country, which eventually runs the world. Um, and they were sadly mistaken. I got a shout out to the to the people that voted for Trump and actually took it away from from Clinton. Uh, Clinton. Well, thanks. I, love- I appreciate that. I love that fact, you know. I really do because because again, it, it makes me think that maybe they don't have as much power as I think they have. Um, but here's the thing: is anytime somebody says, "Hey, man, Obama was a great president," you say, "Hey, listen, if you think he was such a great president, then why his years as president uh, got us into more debt than the presidents from Bush 
all the way back to George Washington. I first of all, I don't. You know? Hold on, shit. What was I going to say? Damn it! I lost. The, I had something there. I wanted. Are to you look. high? Are you on the pot? <laughs> Me? No, I would. I would never do the pot. No, there was something I wanted. God damn it! You said something that was provocative and that I wanted to touch base on. Say what you well, said again for me. What I was saying was, is that Obama has put this country into more debt than all the presidents combined before him, right? So when, when a millennial says he did a good job, he's like, really? Would you think it's a good job if, 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 if your mother or father put your family in, in twice as much debt as they were, was before and that you and your kids and your kids' kids and your kids' kids have to pay for? But Obama just did his job, which, uh, you know, that's, that's the real no, question was- here is, is cause we were, we were promised hope and change with Obama. We were promised, uh, no new taxes with, uh, with, uh, Bush, Bush, Bush one. Won. Uh, right. we we were told read my lips no new taxes. Uh, what did right. Clinton? What did Clinton promise? He promised us something. Uh, I, I don't remember. I remember Bush Bush W G W was like we're not going to do any nation building. We're not. Well, I'm, I'm for tort reform. Blah blah blah. Yeah, and, and then and then nine eleven happened. Here's the question, Dave. Here here is the true question on the conspiracy side of the world we live on. Okay. Is it is it the Republicans' side to take the the terrorist attack? Is President Trump going to lead to the next 9-11? Now, people would say no because of his hard stance against immigration and against those things. But that would make it even more feasible that a, a false flag massive attack would happen under his control because you then have the recourse of the Republican um, war machine. Mm-hmm. So... Well, it, it appears that both the Democrats and the Republicans are war machine. You know, the war well, yeah, but the Republican or the the Democrats don't war machine off of attacks. Uh, they do it. You know, let's keep in mind that Obama was the first man to kill uh, uh, two American citizens, one under the age of eighteen, uh, four. with drone attacks. Four Americans oh, without due process. Yeah, the four Americans without due process. Three within within that let that that whole like two weeks of you know where they got Alawaki's kid and then someone else. All well, American it was citizens. Alawaki's buddy. Right, exactly. They got his buddy and his kid. Um and I just actually heard a story to how, how the reason why they got his kid is because he knew too much. Well of course. why do you think you know? Stevens died? Stevens died for a specific reason. And that's that's again goes to uh, my Listen, I, I don't want to sound. Listen, I don't want to sound anti-American to people. I don't want people to think that um, I'm supporting. You could be uh, anti-government. Anti-American. Anti- I, I don't want to. I don't want people to think I'm supporting Russia. But I am very happy to see that that we might try to mend that a little bit better with Trump. And, and that's another thing. I look at Trump and go, man. Could this be a positive thing because he knows how to talk to people? He knows how to negotiate without, you know, pulling his his big Dick, missile out. Do you know what? Do you know what the one of his books' names was? What? The Art of the Deal. So the guy knows how to make a deal, right? So we've, you know, for years, for twenty years, have been saying we should have a businessman run this country. And I'm not happy about Trump, but you know what? Fuck it. Let's give him a try. I'm all for it. Let's go. Let's see what he could do. Because in the first year, not only will 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 we will there be a Republican as president, but the Republican controlled Congress and the Republican controlled House. They could push through shit 
within the first year, let's hope it makes a difference. You know, let's see what he could do. If he fucks it up more, then boom. You know, we get out, we get we get him out one way or the other, well, and we hope to we figure out. Well, hopefully by that. Well, then we'll figure out that repeal the Seventeenth Amendment. Let's repeal the Thirteenth Amendment. Um, let's let's give the power back to the states, and the millennials will be on our side this time. You know, because California was thinking about seceding just just recently, and I'm sure New York is probably kind of thinking the same thing. Um, yeah, you know, bring the power. If you want to live in a state where you take people's money and you make things uh, all honky dory, then fucking fine. We don't want to do that. You know, there are states that don't want to do that. So let's let them not do that. And let's let California and Vermont and New York and Chicago, let's let them do what they want. Listen, here's my issue, Dave. All right. And I agree with let states do what the states want to do. And I'm 100% for that. And I, I, I always will be. Uh, I think states should have more power than the federal government. I honestly think the federal government should be dissolved and rebuilt, but that's a whole other story in itself. If, if, and this is a big if, if Donald Trump is really, you know, everything he says he is, if if he really is true to the game, then I, I, I concern myself that. Yeah. <laughs> This is true, or you know, because he's he he is the oldest president elect. He could just you know have a medical issue, and then we got this what Pence, Pence, Pence. which is as established as you can get. Yeah, yeah, and then and then you got Secretary of State, uh, possibly uh, Secretary of State uh, Giuliani, Giuliani, or Fuck or, or uh, what's the other fucking um, shit? I don't a, remember a Bush era guy, um, uh, Bolton, Bolton. Yeah, oh, Michael Bolton. Right? Bolton, no, no, Bolton, Bolton, or yeah, no, not Michael Bolton, but right. but that, that fucking douche mongler, mongler. Yeah, yeah, they're all. It's all establishment. The only guy that's not establishment is it's Trump. Uh, Trump. What's you know, he's and, and Democrat. And, so look, I mean, it's kind of weird. We saw the same it, thing. It really makes it weird if you think about it, Dave. He's a Democrat that's got the the most neocons, the most re, uh, rhinos uh-huh. lined up with him, and right. he's a Democrat. How often have I? Oh, I've said this like four or five months ago that the uh, the libertarian candidate is a Republican in libertarian clothes. The Republican candidate is a is a Democrat in Republican clothes. The Democrat candidate, uh, being Clinton, is a socialist in in Democratic clothes, and the socialist Bernie Sanders is a communist in socialist clothing. Nobody represents anybody's real thing. Right, they don't. And, they don't really represent what they actually say they are. Yeah, and we have no. We have no power over them because the states now have no power because of the Seventeenth Amendment and because of the Thirteenth Amendment. You know, the the federal government has been able to. You know, instead of relying on the states to get their money, now they've taxed the people. So they were able. To, so now they're able to take as much money as they want and then pay off the states, just like they're doing with fucking countries. All right, now let's think. Let Let's just. Ponder this for a moment, okay, Dave. I want, I want to ponder this thought before we wrap up the show. Let's ponder this thought that Donald Trump is really what he is, and he survives all the assassination attempts that would happen, which have been threatened against him. Um, man hasn't even stepped in office yet, and he's already been had the most assassination uh, 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 threats against him as any president. I think, really, honestly, I mean, let's be honest. Let's think about that. But let, let's just say. Okay. He steps into office, right? And he survives the assassination attempts. And uh, he does 75% of what he said he was going to do. 
75 percent okay to the good <laughs> to, to our good to, to what we believe is good things you know obviously not uh invading another country wouldn't be a one of those things but you, you follow me right let's say 75 right, percent right. of the good things so he, he does have a, a good list of good things I'm all for him closing the borders as long as he takes our troops and, and money out of the out of the countries he closes the borders to you know I, okay yeah absolutely let's take our troops and our money out of every country Let, let's bring them yeah, all home. well let's let, let's let we could just start with the ones that hate us right let's take our troops and money out of Pakistan let's take our troops and money out of Iran Afghanistan Somalia uh Egypt let's get our Syria, shit out of there maybe Syria might, might be a good place oh, that's, the, that's like the, that would be the first place <laughs> what the fuck was that <laughs> that would be the first place I'd want to get our shit uh, out of Dave are we going back to, to doing a show together on Tuesdays are we going to rebuild this now probably not I just I, I came oh. home I was really pissed <laughs> Look at this. And I wanted, I wanted to actually kind of make sense because I completely fucked up the show last no, week. No, you didn't. Did you listen yet? No, I just know. I, I, no, you did do, good. You did it was, good. It was probably, I wouldn't say the top three high, highest I've ever been. Now, you guys got to understand, I'm 48 well, years old. Chocolate's I've, kicking in. I've been smoking since I'm 17 years old. Actually, I've been smoking since I'm 13. <laughs> Don't but tell your mom. Mom might get mad. I, I, she won't 17. buy your shoes anymore. <laughs> So basically, thirty-one years I've been smoking, and last Tuesday was was within the top ten times, the most highest I've ever been. Like, well, you because I'm sitting uh, just to the right of where you are, your left, my left, and in the dark, I had so <laughs> many like crazy thoughts. I didn't even know the show was going on. Like, I had to like keep bringing myself back. And how many times did I brain fart? Every time I started talking, oh, you, you brain, I brain farted, farted so many different times. It wasn't even funny. Wayne, what's up, brother? Hey, hey, Dave, Sean, is your crack. He calling you. This is the third week you've been on, man. Oh, the third it? week, Dave. Not only that, yeah. I actually went there last week. Right. Yeah, you, you well, come on back, Dave. Come on. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, no, man. It's almost Bro. two years since I've been gone, man. You don't need to hear my rhetoric. Yes, I do, man. I mean, y'all go together so well. I mean, granted, there's Sean to interview some people that could take you. I don't say they could take your place, but Sean has interviewed some people he has gel with. But nobody fits in. Like he, he's your fifth toe, Dave. Sean is your fifth toe. God damn! Come on, man. Come on back, Dave. You're the solution you know you to my chemtrails, Dave. Come on. <laughs> yeah, you the you the this chemtrail. You're my chemtrail antidote, <laughs> Dave. Yeah, you the brilliant to his aluminum. Come on, Dave. <laughs> I don't want to come back. He's doing a great job on his own. Look, he is. He is. But you, it's something you missed, Dave. Just pop it up. You you popped up for the last three weeks, Dave. That, yeah, is, tr that is true, Dave. He's got you on this one. That is true. Yeah, then I'm going to disappear. Then I'm going to Well, I don't last three weeks. Sean took off one week, but prior to that, you showed up. Last week, you was on this special election show. This week, and you bring an insight, man. You bring some good points, man. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but, but here's the deal. I, 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 look, I've been spouting this shit for fucking four or five years. Nobody really listens. Actually, it's like seven or eight years, first of all, Dave. And, and second of all, Wayne, to back you up, you know, I'm doing those flashbacks now, and I'm going back, and I'm listening to old shows, and it's so funny. Uh, Lexi, I'm going to have to get her dumbass in here, too, because it, it's like <laughs> it's like you listen to the old shows, and the three of us going back and forth, and the way we share everything, even throwing Shifty in there. You know, all these little little things I'm doing, they got Shifty in there. You know, and it's yep. nice to hear their origin. Right. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's, it's yeah, you kind of kind of like, you are going back. You pull back the blanket. I pull back the covers a little bit. You know, because you got a lot of new listeners. You do got a lot of new listeners from the uh, blood side. 
and, and, and people, a lot of people are not familiar with who you are, Dave, but, you yeah. know, you're the... I mean, you're the Batman to the Robin, you know, the, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I, would, I am the Robin to the Batman. <laughs> That's what I meant to say, right, yeah, you know. I mean, come on, bro, you got to. I mean, just think about it, then. Can you, yeah, all right, you so, I mean? So you think about I still, rem- I still many, remember the wait. first time I met Dave. Hold on. I still remember the first time I met Dave. <laughs> and, and the first time I met Dave, it was... Uh, it was we were at um at a four twenty cafe. Yeah, yeah. We, we met at at, at four twenty cafe, and then there there was no alcohol there, so we went to the bar across the street, which allowed you to bring the food in. And it was Dave and Ledger and Ferris and Stefan and Mike. I don't even know what the hell ever happened to Mike. You remember Mike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then he disappeared, and we all met at this bar. And and Dave and Ledge got into like a a, a fisticuffs like. Face no. to face, chest to chest, and I'm the little guy in between the what? two of them going, wait, stop, stop. Yeah. <laughs> the very first time Scott and I met, we almost fought. Because <laughs> you got that fucking Brooklyn attitude, man. Everybody's going to tell you shit. It's a well, New exactly. York thing. It's in your blood, man. Exactly. I don't take shit from anybody. Right. And, and, That's how y'all New York boys are. Yeah, y'all New York boys like that, man. Y'all just... I don't know, wherever you gotta go, wherever you go, you gotta run that shit. That's a northeast. That's, that's a northeast thing. thing, though, Wayne. I mean, let's be honest. That's a northeast in general Scott's thing. Because Scott's from Connecticut, and you're from Jersey. I'm Jersey, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and you're Baltimore, so I mean, come on. Right, exactly. Oh man. Anyway, oh Dave, you gotta hook me up with a raspberry pie. So Sean will take it. I will. What? <laughs> the raspberry <laughs> pie. You got the raspberry pie? Yeah. You got the hook up. I got five of them. You got, my, you, you got my number, right? You got what my you, number. What do, you, what do you want to use it for? Do you want to use it as a mumble server? I'm thinking about either that or the uh, Google Play, Google Hangouts, one of the two. Uh, all right, we'll talk about. And I, I, I need have, a camera server, is what I need, Dave. I actually have. Well, see, do you see the Manning cam I got running here? Do you look, look. Yeah, look I saw that what you were running there earlier. I saw yeah, that. Look at me now, right? See now. Yeah, you got my number. You still got my number, Dave. Uh, I'm pretty sure I do. I got it, Wayne. If not, I'll yeah. give it to him. Yeah, text me. Text me on the backside. I, I well, have to. I, I, oh, I, 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 think I, sound right. I, believe <laughs> I, I believe I've discovered. Hey, Dave, he wants you to text you on the backside, brother. Does nobody listen to me? Huh? I have a better way than mumble. Oh, I know. I know you do. Anyway, it's all free right, Wayne. And, and easy. Anyway, free, free and easy, Wayne. You've been doing a great show, man. I, I've been checking out. Uh, Saturdays, one o'clock to three o'clock. Raz Radio here. Uh, you check the chocolate dropout with my brother here, the the black man representing Raz Radio, uh, Wayne in Baltimore. <laughs> you know the the blackest white man you'll ever meet. Wait, why can't hey, he just, hey. why can't he be just the guy from Baltimore? No, he's the blackest white man you'll ever meet. Yeah, but wait a minute, we don't say the white guys from Florida. Hey, I'm the whitest white guy you'll meet. I mean, I'm willing to admit that. No, I don't think so. He's the whitest black right, man, guy you'll ever hey, meet. Hey, I got I to gotta go. I got to load my truck. Don't forget me, Dave, when I raspberry pie hook up here. All right. We love you, brother. All right, John. Peace. <laughs> he gets so mad when I start that. Every time. He hangs up every time. It's like, oh, he's the whitest black man it's, I know. Because all of a sudden, now you start bringing a race into the thing. And like, man, he he is the whitest black man I've ever met. Oh, still, you're a fucking racist. I'm not a racist. If, well, if, you're pick, if you're actually kind of focusing on that one point, yeah, you are. Well, maybe. I mean, I guess. You admit no. it. You know, you didn't like Obama because well, you were... I didn't like Obama because he was black. fucking niggers. Um, well, I never said that. No, wait. Well, back up, Dave. <laughs> Let's reverse <laughs> no, a little bit never, there, brother. I never said that. I was just... I, was I just, never uh, said that. Uh, I was I mean, just... Uh, that was pretend. a little extreme there. You know? I mean, come on. <laughs> 
Yeah, but but that's that's the yeah. sentiment behind it. You you were kind of a little bit prejudicial about it. Just Wayne is Wayne, man. Wayne from Wayne, Baltimore. Wayne's awesome. I love Wayne. But fucking hundred years now, nobody's gonna give a shit where we're from or what color we are. Eventually, that would be nice. I mean, let's be honest here. Well, I gotta find. I wanted to. F- Damn it! I had it all fucked up, Dave. At seven fifty-one, isn't it time for the long exit? The, the long exit. Yeah, one more thing I wanted to say about. <laughs> of Bitcoin. course you do. Did you want to say one more thing, Dave? <laughs> I heard this earlier. Yeah, one more thing I wanted to say about. Of Bitcoin. course you do. He just wanted to say one more thing. The rich shit dicks. <laughs> anyway, all right, guys. Well, it was actually when I heard your the, the election special. For, I guess it was twenty twelve, right? Yes, that was uh, yeah, that was the one in twenty twelve. Wasn't that crazy? And, and I was actually most of that clip, and I still subscribe to the same thought press process as I did. Then, Everything as I did you said in that clip, you, nothing's going to change. Nothing has changed. Absolutely right. not. I, I absolutely agree with that. Except we're more in debt, we're in more wars, and we're broke. We're more broke than we used to be. Well, we we, that, uh, we the fuck didn't do shit for us. We believed one liar. Let's see what this next person yep. does is he a liar or is he not a liar that's what that's what's yet to be congress determined, makes Dave. the laws the fucking president has no fucking power i know that but that's besides the fact that, that that's besides the fact i know it's a figurehead but that figurehead can um can't do shit he can't do but he can uh, again look influence. at bush's face on september 11th down in sarasota florida he couldn't do shit what the hell is a fucking trump Selling bracelets? Hold on. But this comes amid growing oh, I can't do the sk- skipping thing. All right, guys. <laughs> Anywho, Dave, I appreciate you calling in. It looks like Dave's going to be rejoining the first 50 on Tuesday night, so we'll probably get no. the Mumble server back up and running and have a good two-way communication between us so that we can share our thoughts and ideas throughout the night. Uh, I'm sure Dave is ready to go with that, Yeah, <laughs> as you can tell by his sound effects in the background. Anyway, I will be back next week. Um, to share whatever might come across. God knows what's going to happen. This. Dave, do you have any predictions of any craziness this week? No, I. I actually think people are still so flabbergasted. Even I was flabbergasted. I was in that very room where you're sitting in, and I woke up at five o'clock in the morning. I checked. I was like, "Holy shit!" He really did win. <laughs> Trump won. Everything I thought about for the last years, the last three years, is not true. I, I will uh, admit, I was completely shocked by Trump winning. Yeah. Uh, and I'm happy though. Uh, I'm I'm curious. I don't want to say I'm happy. So, like I said, I voted for him, but I voted for him for weird right, well, reasoning. Well, but I'm happy, and I'm curious to see what happens. Well, here's the deal. All right, if you look up how many eligible voters there are, and then how many people that voted, and then the fact that president uh, that they elected Clinton and uh, the. The uh, if, uh, what's his face Johnson got three point two percent of the Trump. vote. Which, they, they elected Trump first of all, not Clinton. Yeah, all right. Whatever it happened to be <laughs> the, the, the the non-voters such Your as me and Hawaii, uh, who didn't vote because we are disenfranchised, they actually have the most of the votes, or the most of the the, the, the more the population did not vote than those that did. And those that did, there's a good percentage of them that were disenfranchised. that voted for Jill Stein and Gary Johnson and not Trump and not uh, Clinton. That's a scary thought that maybe more than half our country didn't vote. Guys, man, listen to the first two. RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos, Radio Confluence, and the Four Toad had joined us. He'll be back probably next week. 
We'll see. We'll get the mumble server running again. He doesn't want to go away. I it's can actually see still it in running. His face. I, I can I see it in his face. He doesn't want I to go away. I never shut it off. It's still running in the, in the living room. All right, guys. Love you. Be safe. Be careful. Be human beings. We'll be back next week to, to figure out some more shit. Maybe we won't figure out anything. But it's worth a try. And we will try hard. Peace. But it takes a long time in the dirt to see grace. When I'm trying to be real, they tend to be fake. When I'm risking it all with no time to waste. Fuck this red race. I'm leaving this place. It's time to blast off destination space. With the sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful, the silent With the light show from a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the unknown Please don't go I don't know how I got here or how I'm getting home But right from day one, I've been in this alone With odds stacked against, I've been drowning in stress They said, can you take more? I said, give me what's left An old man once told me, Allie, don't ever look back Keep your eyes on that prize and give them hell to your death This is a test, just a frequency check for intelligent life Now it's time to connect It's an SOS The death's been sent So now we just wait And hope for the best With the sunset hung behind us In the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful asylum With the light show from a
Love you guys, Love you guys so, much. so much. Thanks. Thanks. First 52 to bump. Diggity. Diggity.